Cheese yeah. its <gasps> Yes, the best. Extra toasty. Yes, the best. Burned. That's what they should call it. Burned. Makes me think of Mortal Kombat. Why? Yeah, because when you're playing, a guy will pop up on the screen and say, Toasty! Those are usually like the the designers, right? Like the the people that were making the game. Yeah. I think there's some story, right? Where it was like one person just like if it's this guy, I don't remember, but if it was if it was him, it was like that's what just what he would say when he was testing the game. And they're like, let's keep it in. <laughs> I never played Mortal Kombat enough to know that. But I only played it on like um, big arcade games. I never liked the fighting games that much, anyway. So I didn't. Yeah. I'm with you. I didn't play Mortal Kombat too much. I didn't play Street Fighter. They they get boring to me. And I understand that you could learn all the combos, and there was a lot to, yeah, a lot of time that you could actually spend with it. But I would I just press all the buttons, and then eventually I'd be like, "Whoa! I did something amazing." Toasty is the name of Scorpion's most famous fatality, but that's not the thing. According to Dan, which I guess is the guy, Dan, who pops up on Dan screen. Dan was your, your future person. No, that's Mr. Dan. Oh, yeah. Whenever he and his coworkers played a, a, another video game, Super High Impact, he would say, I predict toast, meaning <laughs> I predict you're going to lose. Uh-huh. Later, he turned the quote into, I predict toasty. During the development of Mortal Kombat, one of the game designers suggested that Dan use it in the game. And that was it. And I knew was, it. I knew it was sort of that story. <laughs> it was also the name of Scorpion's most famous fatality. Uh, specialized okay. toasty fatality can make Dan say toasty after the fatality with a text appearing that reads toasty. Whatever. I mean, it goes on and on through all the games. We don't need to get into mm. into a deep. It just turned to... It started as an inside joke. It made its way into the game. It's well, fun. I kind of said. I feel good that I was right. You are correct. That was toasty. Toasty. Finish him. to one topic where we stick to one topic my name is autumn fisher my name is greg russ and this week's topic i guess we didn't really settle that before we started recording but uh i bought a new belt i thought that's what you would talk about that's very exciting it's very 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 exciting news i bought a brand new belt after a lot of research meaning five minutes doing a search on belts and seeing the different companies that popped up and thinking, I don't fucking know and changing that search to belts Reddit. And for whatever reason, reason trusting the ne'er-do-wells on Reddit. And they said, Hank's belts, Hank's belts, best in the biz. If you want a <laughs> belt, that's going to last you a very long, a hundred year guarantee. There's a hundred, there's a hundred year warranty with this belt. Is that true? Yeah. Totally true. Now, why wouldn't you just get... Okay, first of all, buying a new belt doesn't seem like who gives a shit. 
But for you, you have to explain why. I will get it's there. We'll, we'll get to the reason. You're scared we're going to lose listeners because people are going to say, what the fuck? I don't give a shit about this. No, I want to because I want to say, why wouldn't you just buy the same belt that you had? Because I have no clue where that belt came from. The belt that I had. Don't. Well, it was Kent's, love of your life. It was Kent's belt before it was my belt. So my mm-hmm. best friend in high school, Kent. It was his belt, and I liked the belt. And I said, hey, because at some point he got a new belt. I said, can I have that old belt? And he said, sure. And that was when I was 16 years old. And I've been wearing the same belt for all those years. For 15, uh, no, it's, oh my God, I can't even do the math. I'm really fucking old. Jesus Christ, I am old. Uh, I don't really mean that. Because I don't actually feel that way. But uh, in this moment, it hit yeah. me. I was like, oh, no, 15. My God, 20, no. 25 years. Been wearing the same belt for 25 fucking years. Holy shit. I mean, I knew that because I was thinking back over the course of all the all the years I've been wearing the belt. And there was there was one point in time where I tried to do the canvas belt thing. Mm-hmm. And that was here and there. It didn't become an everyday thing, but it did go on, I think, for two or three years. But I would trade it in with this brown leather belt that if I had to guess, and I'm not I'm not proud of this. If I had to guess, I feel like it's Abercrombie and Fitch. I was going to say. <laughs> I, <laughs> just, but, just based on the time. Yeah, 1990s, mid-90s. Yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch, for whatever reason, becoming this hot commodity. I mean, there was, my God, my fashion was all over the fucking place. Because in high school, we've talked before how I've worn, how I wore Jinkos. Mm-hmm. And I was working at Pacific Sunwear, so I would wear all that shit at skater. Yeah, but you surfer. never skateboarded. No, I was a poser, total poser. Total poser. But my favorite shirt was this orange polo shirt. It was just straight up orange. And, <laughs> and... Then Abercrombie and Fitch, like those fucking goofy fisherman's hats. Those were. Oh, yeah. And the Jesus sandals. Uh huh. Were they rainbows? Uh, rainbow sandals became big, but these are the ones that like strapped on your feet. They weren't flip flops. Oh, okay. It may be rainbows. Oh, so like Birkenstocks. Yeah, but still, it's more than that. Like there was a back strap, and then the front was like several basket weaves, but. Uh, uh, like okay. like three basket weaves. They were just Jesus sandals. I I don't know. There yeah. were there was surely a an expensive brand, and I probably went to the Macy's and brought, bought the Club Room brand. But I had no fucking clue what I was doing. It was like one day wearing Jinkos, the next day wearing Carpenter jeans from Old Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those dumb pullover jackets at Old Navy? sold that folded up into their center pouch oh i do remember that yeah i I have that and then a fucking billabong shirt wow you really were all over the place split clothing dc shoes hat ball bearing necklace yeah and then you then you bust out your timberlands oh you had tims yeah that was i think that was i feel like that was more middle school when, That's fancy. When, did you have a starter jacket? Remember in starter jacket? I, I did. And the Falcons, yeah. you know, suck so bad. 
actually, here's the way it went down. I wanted a starter jacket, but I didn't like somebody. I don't remember if my parents got me this or my grandparents, but uh, in passing, I probably said I'd like a starter jacket. Mm -hmm. And I got one. There was a Falcon starter jacket and it had buttons on the front. And that's no, no, no. I don't know. Uh, if you, they, these were pullover jackets. Do you rem- remember the big starter jackets? Yeah. From the 90s? I feel like some of them had. Mm, yeah. Th- those were too sporty. There was those, a style. The ones with the buttons. Yeah, the, the, look, looking back on it, the one with the buttons was a much better, l- uh, less offensive jacket. Yeah. It probably, <laughs> you could probably still wear it today and it'd be fine. Sure. Sure. Like it felt like the ones that they would wear on the sidelines, not oversized yeah. because that's what I'm saying. Like it's a little too sporty for what the point of getting that starter jacket thing was for. Yeah. So these though, these were pullovers. Yeah. And for whatever reason, arbitrarily, because the Falcons suck so bad and I was embarrassed and I didn't even like the Miami dolphins, but I, for whatever reason decided on after I get this jacket that I clearly don't like and hurt someone's feelings because they, they were trying to be nice. Oh, you Mm -hmm. want a starter jacket? It was the same thing with the Timberlands though. There was one style. That was the style you needed to get. Yeah. And, uh, I, you didn't get that style. No, I didn't have enough money. Like we could go way back to Reebok pumps. Remember those? Of course. I never had pumps. Neither did I because they were so expensive. I had LA gear pumps. Uh huh. So I had the fake, look, I had the cheap version of everything for whatever reason growing up. I wanted to be cool. I was just following every goddamn trend that came my way. Obviously, as it's been established in these last few minutes, multiple trends at once, just mixing it all together. Yeah. Like a goddamn porridge. Stew. Yeah. And having no identity of my own. Like if you were to ask me, what, what would I have worn? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I have no fucking clue. I mean, I think that's fine for, (laughs) I mean, if you were talking about uh, after 2000 and you still were wearing all over the place clothing like that, then I think that'd be weird. But as a young man, that's totally fine. You have to like try things on and see how you feel. Thrift stores. That, that's one thing I started to do. Once I could drive, I used to go to America's Thrift Store and I was buying those clothes and that felt right. Like That felt like what I wanted to wear. I also loved uh, thrift stores and I always wanted to get like t-shirts from the boys section that were of uh, like participating in something that I'd never participated in. Yeah, that's the, like the... Uh, young talent for field hockey or some shit yeah it's like future yeah. stars that's which uh-huh. is, that'd which, be me yeah which which is a shirt i actually have oh cool well i stopped <laughs> see this is the thing i stopped wearing the thrift store graphic tees at some point uh-huh. now i just wear plain t-shirts i don't want anything on them i just, yeah. just give me a plain solid t-shirt maybe some stripes is okay but i don't I don't want any kind of graphics on it. And some of that grew out of Urban Outfitters and the other clothing brands making fake retro t-shirts. Right. That is annoying. Except I have sort of, I have some shirts that are fake retro. It's Look, it's fine. Yeah. The NASA shirts, though, for example. Ugh, suddenly, get, out, get over yourself with those NASA shirts. Sudden, Stop wearing those. Suddenly everyone wearing a, a NASA shirt. And yeah. the stuff you could get to the thrift store 
uh, you know, it was it was weird, like the field hockey thing, or mm-hmm. I had a shirt that said "Smooth Operators." Oh, cool! And I still have that shirt. These these shirts, talking about the belt, which we will get back uh-huh. to, but some of those shirts I bought in high school, and like they're threadbare at this point. Like, but oh, that's even better though. And they've they've become sleeping shirts. So when I say yeah. I, I wear solid t shirts or at least shirts with no graphics, I mean that during the day going out, I'll still sleep in these things. Sure. And they are at the point where uh, there's big holes in some of them. Oh, okay. But they had a good run. They were used when I bought them. I bought them for probably two or three dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nice life. That's a nice life for those things to have. And then I moved to Atlanta and then you go to the clothing warehouse, which was the thrift store, but consignment yeah. shop. So it was instead of two or three dollars, you'd pay. Yeah, it was like fourteen dollars, twelve dollars. Way too much. Well, they're like forty dollars now. Yeah. If you if you find something that's uh, vintage, authentic, and you go into one of these consignment shops, it's it's like forty bucks. Yeah. Uh, Getting back to the belt, I guess. I wanted to finish up with the starter jacket, though. I looked like an idiot. That's that's the rest of that story. I think everybody looked like an idiot, except for like the skinhead dudes. They, it kind of matched their look, I feel like. What, the starter jacket? Yeah. It doesn't really match what they stood for. No, <laughs> but it didn't matter. I just felt like the look overall, you know, it's like bald head, dumb look on your face, starter jacket, tighter jeans, rolled up at the bottom with black boots. Yeah, I don't know if they wore starter jackets in my No? In my I'm school. picturing some kids from school, I guess. That big puffy starter jacket pullover with a pouch in the front where you could carry all your goods in the Miami Dolphins orange and teal. What the fuck? What was I thinking? Zero, zero clue as to who I was. That's understandable. You're not supposed to know who you are back then. The one thing that remained constant. Oh, I I wanted to jump back to the Timberlands, though. Uh, Remember when Looney Tune shirts were big? Uh, No. Oh, that was middle school. And it came out of hip hop. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, like, hip hop people getting really into, like, um, the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, it was this was a thing. It was that was the first time I remember seeing other people wearing clothing and me thinking, oh, I need to get on board with this was, <laughs> was around the again. This is it's just it's uh, such. When it, was this high school? So this is middle schools, the Looney Tunes and the braided belts okay. and the Umbro shorts. Yes. And the Timberland okay. boots. And, yes. and and Nautica became a really big designer brand for whatever reason. Uh huh. Well, I, you want to dress like um, uh, Timberland, like like that that guy. There's there's nothing like Missy Elliott. Not that this outfit ever went together, but if you made one outfit out of all the different middle school styles, I would have been wearing Umbro shorts with an extra long braided belt <laughs> tied around them draped down hanging between my legs with a Looney Tunes shirt, uh, a Nautica watch and the Timberland boots. 
man, you are really going for it. You just, I just didn't have, we didn't have the, I, I, I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar what was actually cool to wear. I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> well, none of it was cool. You look back, none of it was fucking cool. Yeah. And then if you put together the, the high school outfit, yeah, what, what could that one? A quicksilver t-shirt with oh yeah, uh, a silver thumb ring with oh. with some weird design oh. branded like a, into it. Yeah, like a um, imprinted, like a Celtic knot or something going <laughs> yeah, through so, it. Something yeah. like that with an Abercrombie and Fitch fisherman's bucket hat, Jinkos, and these fucking sandals that I'm talking about these Jesus sandals, but then those would get traded off. I did play soccer. So this one wasn't as much as a, a poser thing, but you wear the Nike or the Adidas sandals. You had, you had both. And these were soccer sandals that you'd okay. wear before you put your cleats on before a game. You're like, Oh, I'm just kind of hanging out right now, but those would be worn. And yes, other people wear flip flops and rainbow sandals and things like that. But I just, I didn't like going sockless, I think. But when I wore the Jesus sandals, there weren't socks. But they covered. No, you don't wear socks with that. But you can wear socks with the Adidas, like the slides. I mean, yes, you're supposed to. Really, I didn't, and they hurt so. Especially, I got those Adidas, and I don't know why they came up with this, but they had all those nubs that you stood on, like laying on a bed of nails, but like flattened out. Do you remember those? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I remember when I first got them because I wanted to be cool and I thought that those were cool and uh, they killed my feet. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they don't hurt anymore. <laughs> but looking back, like why would they make shoes that have this? What is the point? I thought it was supposed to massage your feet. I don't know. Supposed to feel That's good. That's something I remember getting though, that because uh, I was trying to be cool, and I remember um, I refused to go into the Gap. Like we would go to the mall, you know, before uh, the school year started to like find some new outfits for me, and my mom would just want me to go into the Gap just to like try on their jeans or something, and I was like, I can't, like I couldn't be seen in the Gap. I agree. That's the one place that I've listed off. All these different stores, Gadzooks and Pacific Sunwear. And yeah. Do you remember? Um, Structure and Aeropostal. But Gap. Oh, what about Wet Seal was big? Yeah, that was all me. That was all girls. But yes, I remember Wet Seal. Yeah. Um, there was something called like, a, oh, Hit or Miss. And it was like, <laughs> either you'll get something or you won't. <laughs> it's hit or Miss. <laughs> they sold new clothing there? Yeah. Oh, there was five two nine. I'm with you though. The gap. It was like, no, I'm not. No, I will never yeah, go into there. Absolutely not. For whatever <laughs> fucking reasons, like I'm not going in. And I remember when I but found I would, that, that old navy was tied to Gap. I was like, what? I do remember for some reason. This is much later, but f for some reason, how like for Fourth of July, everyone had like an old navy shirt that was patriotic in some way. I can't speak to that. I think it's still a thing. But even even back then, um, when it was Abercrombie or Old Navy or The Gap or whatever, I was 
um, very principled about not wearing a brand that says the brand on the front and that's it. And thought like, they're, I'm not paying, you know, they're not paying me to wear, to advertise their clothing. <laughs> I I agree with that. I'm thinking, again, I never really liked Abercrombie. I just feel like this belt came from it. Yeah. And I wanted to be somebody who was like rich enough to shop at Abercrombie. And I think I had one shirt from there. I, and I felt like it was like the best shirt. I took white you know? t-shirts and like a magic marker and wrote Abercrombie and Fitch and used to, used to wear those. That's kind of the, I feel like the, the vibe <laughs> of how Abercrombie and Fitch kind of started. I, I enjoyed doing that. I would take the brands that people were paying good money yeah. for. Uh, and being a walking billboard, just as you said, and I would yeah. just handwrite it on there because it was sloppy. <laughs> or like it would say on the front, I don't think this is this isn't for Abercrombie, but maybe for Old Navy, where it says like established, like EST. Yeah, that was like, always so stupid. It was that. always a thing established. I always like when things were established two years prior. <laughs> yeah, like on a sign that looks, you know, like made of old wood, like reclaimed barn wood, but it's like established in 2021. Yeah. And you don't start bragging about that yet. Yeah. I wouldn't even start bragging until 50 years in, maybe 30. Nah, 20. I'd do 20. Uh, 25 then. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago is a long time. Listen, I mean, you just sort of figured it out with your belt. Well, yeah, I thought I was, uh, it was only 15 years ago. Yeah, babe. Mm -mm. So that belt though. Yeah. Like I've, I've pretty much, for the sake of this conversation, worn it every fucking day. So everything I have done, I'm wearing it right now. It, the new belt's not here yet. I ordered no. it. It'll be here soon. It's your last moments. These are the last moments of the belt. And if you look at it closely, it's bad. It's cracked. It's chipped. Like it was leather. Yeah. It's a leather belt, but uh, it's not the highest quality. Like good leather will not do what this belt's doing. But it also... Are you I, sure over this long? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm getting a belt with a 100-year warranty on it. If it looks like this in 25 years, I'm getting a new one. I'm getting my money back. <laughs> okay. Like the Jansport backpack that I had that had a lifetime guarantee until it didn't. And I refused. <laughs> because it's similar. I should have taken it in, traded it in, because the zipper stopped working, even though I had had that thing for... 20 something years, but you know, I get, I get attached to things and yeah. that backpack is like, Oh, that backpack's been with me for a long time and been through a lot. Not as much as this belt though. So you think about the first time you met me. Yeah. Chances are I was wearing this belt. That's wild. First time I went into the radio station as an intern, even interviewing for the intern wearing this belt. When I went to so jail, I, I probably was wearing this belt. So I, I get, I get that. I get the significance a little bit, but also you've had the same arms since I've met you. You've had the same face. That's you've not true. That those have changed. This, the cells have regenerated. The skin is not the same. Your teeth. Okay. The teeth and the bones. I'm just saying like, I'm not, I, I'm not diminishing how you feel about the belt <laughs> or I'm uh, the fact that it's been, it's seen you through uh, half a lifetime. It's also, for me, it doesn't feel as significant. I think it's a very significant thing. It's a, it's 
Stability is what it is. <laughs> the most stable thing. Because even talking about me right. over the course of all these years, I'm not the same person. I'm, no. I mean, I've changed quite a bit. Talking and about so not, has the belt. Talking about not having an identity. And now I feel <laughs> like I am more comfortable in having an identity. It's like, yeah, I just hate everything. That's fine. That's who I am. I mean, the belt has changed also. The belt hasn't changed. It has changed. It's cracked. It's got, you know, marks on it where you've used the yes, but, certain loop or whatever more than other times. More than the, yeah, the, the you holes. Know, as, as my waistline has expanded, the hole has shifted. Well, I think Grew only, with you. I only think there's two holes here. Cosmetically, yes, it's changed, but it's still the same materials. Mm-hmm. It's the same belt. The belt is the belt. It doesn't have a personality. It's not growing. It's not changing. <laughs> You're right. And it's there. I think about everything that I've done when I moved to New York wearing this belt. Oh. Yeah. And I got the job at 99X wearing this belt. As I already said, when I went to jail for a night, probably wearing this belt. After you should s- make a little short story about the belt. Well, the belt, you know, the life is coming to an end. How do you think the belt feels? I do think about that. No, I think that the belt's kind of sad or maybe it's tired and wants to you know, rest. I think he's proud of you. You know, I ain't throwing it away. It's going to go in the closet. It's going to stay there. <laughs> maybe you should like give it a new life. Doing what? Let it find I mean, a new home. Christina, Christina brought this up. She's like, oh, maybe we could like cut it up and you could put a piece on your keychain. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Make and like a, get somebody to make a G out of it. Well, first I think she said make a bracelet. And, and then I was like, I'm not going to fucking wear that. And she's like, oh, I know that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, making it into a G. No, I'm not making cool. it into an initial. That is not cool. It would be cool because of the, the material. If you just bought a G and put it on your keychain, that'd be dumb. I would just take a, a strip of it or something. I'm not going to carve it into my initial. Well, I'm saying it would be, like I said, it's not something that'd be cool if it. I never understood that. What? Why people, that's the letter my name starts with. Okay. Yeah. So what? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> my name's Greg. That's a G for Greg. Cause that's my name. No, I don't. And and the keychains were the name spelled out. I don't want to. Yes. My name is Greg. Fine. What's the point of flaunting it? I'm sure you were big into having things with a on it and we didn't talk, you know, we can jump back for a minute talking about uh, the clothes you would wear. I assume kickwear and airwalks and candy necklaces and Ooh, a, like a fun. rainbow bright t-shirt. Uh, sure. With maybe. an A. And anything that had an A on it. You probably. Ow. Like the A team, for example, you would wear like, hey, it's the A team, but my name's Autumn. There's the uh, A. I think I would, if I saw that in the thrift store, I would be excited because I know what the A team is. And then uh, maybe it would occur to me like, and mine and I'm Autumn. But it wouldn't be my first thought. So kickwear. I don't know what kickwear is. Yeah, it was the competitor to Jinkos. Oh, I had Jinkos. I, w- I went to Wish 
which was when it was a skate store and it had like a half pipe in the back of the store at the mall. And that was the coolest store. <laughs> so I, I got like really small, tight T-shirts, like crop tops almost, but not crop tops because crop tops are like looser fitting. Uh, but they're just short shirts, like baby doll tees. That's what they're called. And uh, but they were like cool looking, you know, like red and white and had, you know, some weird like star on the front. And there was something like the colors were faded a bit. No, no, no. These were bright colors. Okay. Because this was skater time. And you didn't, you didn't skate either. I did. No. Yes, I did. I had a skateboard. Oh, just, I had a skateboard too, but I didn't skate. I skated. I would sit on it and ride down the hill <laughs> on my ass. Uh, I, I skateboarded. I never learned how to do any tricks, but I rode my skateboard place. Like it was a, it was a means of transportation for me. Yeah, was it efficient? No. <laughs> Bicycle. My bike would have been way better, but it wasn't cool to ride my bike. How? Because all my friends rode, rode skateboards. How often were you just carrying the skateboard with you and not actually riding it? Oh, I don't know. But we would ride it to like the neighborhoods. And was stuff. it a Nash? You just had a cheap Nash? I don't know what it was, but I just, oh. I remember it had an anime girl on the underside. I mean, oh no, it was eyes. It was anime eyes. Then where'd you, where'd you get this? Awesome. That's not something you're getting at Sports Authority. So where are you getting that? No, I, I think I got it in uh, Little Five Points. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I never ventured into Little Five Points. The closest I ever got was going to the Terra Theater to see uh, the Blair Witch Project. What? You never went to? Oh, that's awesome, first of all. But you never went to like Junkman's Daughter? Not not before I moved to Atlanta, no. Oh, wow. I I would sometimes drive into the city at night because I just like, oh, yeah. Because I was also, when I, I liked cities, Atlanta was the closest city. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, I was doing this before I decided to go to Georgia State and I got accepted. But then at some point, I was like, oh, I'm going to be living down here. But I remember one night I drove down, and this is before GPS and cell phones. Right. Uh, I drove through the city, through the connector. Uh, anyone not in Atlanta, uh, this is where 75 and 85 come together. The two major highways come together in the center of Atlanta and split the city in half. It's terrible, awful design uh, <laughs> for urban planning. Uh, it creates such a backup. And then you have I-20 that cuts across, and there's so much merging, and it creates terrible, mm-hmm. god-awful traffic. And I followed that through the city and then got off at an exit where uh, near Lakewood Amphitheater. Okay. Amphitheater. And I didn't know. Like, it, you know, a lot of times you get off an exit and you can take a left and go over the bridge and get right back on the highway. Uh-huh. This thing looped around and I didn't know where the fuck I was, what neighborhood I was <laughs> it in. It turned you around. Yeah, I was. And, yeah. and, and, you know, not knowing any better, I was like, I'm in a bad neighborhood. This is terrible because I saw, you know, a guy walking around without a shirt on. Right. <laughs> it was hot. It was, it was, it was yeah. hot. But I was like, oh my God, I don't wear them. And I really got scared. And I don't know how I got back to the highway. I just kind of drove around. Uh, eventually got back to the highway near like the Gold Rush strip club. Oh, sure. So that was that was my experience though with going to the cities, driving into the city, getting off at different exits, driving around. Uh, but you never went into the city to like d- go to the Fox Theater with your parents or anything. No, I mean we would go down there and go to Braves games and things like that. But yeah, not, I, I didn't go down 
like, yes, of course I was in the city before I moved to the city, but I didn't go myself to like little five points where you were getting your anime, anime, uh, skateboard. skateboard. <laughs> yeah. was, I, again, I went to the Terra theater and that to me is like, Whoa, where am I? Yeah, sure. Which had just reopened by the way. The Terra theater what? was, I uh, heard Terra theater was, uh, like a art house cinema. Mm-hmm. in Atlanta that got shut down because I think Regal owned it or Cinemark or whatever it was. Was and it from COVID? It, I think that hurt it, but Regal in general, its parent company wasn't doing well uh-huh. and they just closed a bunch of things. And yeah. the people who own the, uh, what's the theater near the Majestic Diner? Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, what's that one called? Called, um, uh, it's called uh, uh, Plaza. Plaza. Ugh, I was like, it was so close to my brain. Anyway, they they bought the the Terra, and my friend Kristen is involved in that. Who used to work at the Highland? Oh, that's good. Inn. So that's cool. Just an just an aside. So anyway, yeah. getting back to the topic at hand, you and your. I mean, when I first met you, that's how you were dressing. It was the same. Yeah. I don't know when anything shifted. I remember though I did have um <laughs> I did have these pants that had like they were like patches of jean and they looked real 70s to me and I was wearing those and I was interning at the radio station and then those two um janitor guys that were always there they talked to me about my jeans and then within too short of a time span I was in the elevator again with them with those same jeans on and they were kind of fucking with me that I was still wearing those jeans. <laughs> like I had no concept of how often I was being seen in clothes. <laughs> I just remember being really embarrassed. I don't think I ever wore those jeans again. Well, that was the, the, if you're wearing something that really does stand out. Yeah. People are going to And then to I wear notice. them too frequently. Like with the, the pants I wear now, they're just generic looking pants and I can wear them for a week straight. Right. Yeah, weeks. exactly. Sometimes I approach two weeks. I'm like, oh, shit, this is way too long. I can't believe I've been wearing them for so long. Then I'll smell the butt to make sure it doesn't have a stench. Ew. Well, sometimes clothes, especially jeans, just have like a an outside smell, like an outdoors smell. Yeah. That I just they got to go. Um, I do remember one of my favorite shirts was I think it was my dad's. Or I got it from the thrift store, but I think it was my dad's. It was a Redskins shirt. It was just a red, you know, that right color, red, Redskins color. And then it had the emblem on the side and it was collared. So I guess it was a polo shirt, but the material wasn't cottony. I think it was like, maybe it was like polyester or something more like slippery feeling. Yeah, it was probably but nylon I, and polyester and a blend yeah. of some sort. I loved that shirt. Well, you couldn't I wear think it I these I was getting days. my tattoo, my one of my first tattoos in that shirt. <laughs> Wait, you got one of your first tattoos? When I was wearing that shirt. Like, I think there's a picture of me getting tattooed okay. in that shirt. I thought for a second you, you wanted to get a tattoo of that shirt. And I was like, oh, <laughs> glad that you didn't do that considering the way, you know, it all played out <laughs> with that team. Also, but you wearing that shirt is like, I don't know. I don't even like football. Look at this. Wearing this football shirt. It's one yeah, of my exactly. favorites. I was into that. So that was, uh, you know, why, why, why isn't that get a poser 
label? Uh, because it's like, I'm turning this on its head. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not well, trying to pretend like I know about football. That would be posing. I didn't try to pretend I knew about skateboarding. I also didn't really get into the skateboard fashion too much. Yeah. DC shoes, yes. But a lot of it, I think, was surf shit, which is just as bad. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, that's true. We have no business uh, wearing anything surf related in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I think I was wearing surf stuff. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. And then I had, uh, man, I did have a Hawaiian shirt, which we can't call that anymore. Tropical shirt, tropical shirt. Oh, I'm looking through a picture and I'm wearing a shirt that I got at the thrift store when my hair was fuchsia pink and it's a cardinal shirt. And it just says cardinals and it has two birds sitting on like a bat. Yeah, it's St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I don't think I even knew that it was a baseball team. They were sitting on a baseball bat. Yeah, but I never thought about this being a baseball shirt. You didn't put that together. I mean, I just never thought about it. I was just like, this is a shirt. And what was the next step, though, in your evolution of style? Because mine, I really do think, was everything I talked about. Then I just moved into, like, thrift store type clothing. And I wore a bunch of that shit for a while. And now it's more minimal, where it's just like, you're not getting yeah. logos. You're not getting brands. Purposeful, you're not getting I would graphics. call your style. Yeah, so that's my evolution. But I forget what your next step was after the... Uh, yeah, baby tees. Oh my God. I found the exact, I found the shirt and the jeans I was talking about. <laughs> what, what do you mean? A picture of it or you still have yes. it in a box? No, the picture of it. That's hey. wild. I'm going to send it to you. I'll post it online. Yeah, we'll interact with our audience on the social. For once. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think after that, um, it was like that for a long time. It was just whatever. It was like t-shirt and jeans. I don't really feel like I had a grip on my style until very recently. I think I still was trying to figure out what looked good on me, what I liked, what I actually liked. I mean, I like it was easier for me to style myself in the like winter time. Well, winter clothing's better anyway. Yeah. You can do more with it. It's more versatile. You can layer. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Leaves more to the imagination, which I know some people say, I don't like that. I want to just see it all hanging out. Yeah. Okay, fine. No, but like, I'm just looking through. So many of my outfits are just like this jacket was given to me by a cousin because we were in Philadelphia and it was cold. And they said, here, you can have this jacket. <laughs> and here I am wearing it. You know, uh, I, I was into uh, the hairstyle of somebody like Gwen Stefani. You know, my hair was real short for a while. And I would like take pieces of it and twist them up. Oh, like Tank Girl or something. That kind of thing I was into. Yeah, this is going back though. This isn't, I, uh, like I, I don't have any recollection of the, the mid 2000s, the aughts. Yeah, I don't know what I was wearing then. I don't have, I don't really remember. I know what I was wearing. I stopped wearing hats. I used to be big into baseball hats when I was younger, especially. And uh, I liked gecko. But again, this is before I started thinking about clothing. But I liked, uh, right. I mean, OP and gecko, where a lot of the clothes I had and the shorts had 
they were very 80s where it's like broken triangles splashed across one leg uh, in <laughs> in hot pink like a hot pink background with triangles were black and then the other side had like different colors and i never even thought about it though i didn't care i really didn't give a shit and then i would get dressed up on picture day because my parents made me and i'd put on some nicer clothes but all this was driven by then the like the earliest thing i remember wanting was the pumps the reebok pumps and i got the la gear and that was the only only thing i ever it doesn't mean that I, th- I feel like backpacks and lunch boxes and shit were things I cared about more until I got to middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember uh, being very excited to get the new lunchbox for the start of the year. Yeah, until lunchboxes were embarrassing. And then I was like, give me a brown paper bag. Oh, I was never embarrassed. I had, I think, well, I stopped getting lunches given to me by my mom eventually. Um, but the one I remember the the most was the who frame Roger rabbit lunchbox that I got at Kroger. Didn't have a thermos. I think so. Yeah. It It was was awesome. One of those hard plastic. I don't remember. I think it was, I really don't remember what it was. Cause we didn't have the, like the tin was done by the time. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been like, this is an old style. Yeah. I had, I remember I had an Alf. (laughs) I think it was Alf watching himself on TV, like watching an episode of Alf. (laughs) (laughs) So meta. Yeah, it was very meta. Then I had a Super Mario Brothers and Zelda, which is fucking insane that Mario has such staying power that me as a kid had Mario and the kids now still love Mario. I know. Well, there's there's so many games of Mario that have just kept going and going and going. What's the one where he throws the hat onto things and it comes to life? Yeah, that's Mario World. Well, I mean, what is it? Why is it? What happened to his hat? Why is it a special hat? Why is it like uh, the hat from Today's think, Special? Remember Today's Special, the show where the hat would go on the mannequin, Jeff, and he would come to life? No, Today's I don't Special remember that. with Muffy the Mouse. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was a good show. No, I think the story with his hat is it's just a hat, but then it's like taken over by this. Uh, I don't know. Spirit. <laughs> I mean, I I think it is something like that. Yeah. And then you can like throw that and then you can throw it onto things and then you can control that thing with your hat. Yeah. It like comes, you become that thing. It comes to life or you, tr- yeah, you turn into it. There's a T-Rex or something. Yeah. I don't know. But. This is a long intro. It's. A minute, 42 seconds. Oh, wow. Today's special. It was set, it was set in like a department store. <laughs> well, that he's the security guard, but he's a puppet. And there's a mouse, Muffy the mouse. She's a puppet. And then there's two live action people. Uh, I can't remember the woman's name, but she always wore pink. A whole pink getup with pink high heels. And the mannequin, they put this hat on him at night and he'd come to life and they'd all... I'll have a grand old time after the department store closed. I guess that's all locked up tight now, as it should be. Hi there, Jody. Oh, hi, Sam. Well, everything's all safe down here. Let's go upstairs. The hand with him isn't too heavy. They're carrying the mannequin from the front window upstairs. 
Oh, maybe it's not the hat, because he's wearing the hat now. Maybe he has to have the hat and they say some magic words. I, whatever. Okay, it's clear. The customers have all gone home now. What this is we... the intro every day Yeah, this, this was, is on? This was the intro every day. Damn. Uh, maybe they shortened it at some point. Maybe they just got into today's special. What a weird fucking life these people were living, though. Uh, where they can't wait for the department store to close so they can bring their mannequin friend to life and hang <laughs> with him. What a... You think that, was, that came from the success of the movie Mannequin? Possibly. Uh... I sometimes I wonder. I, I only hesitate because I did this come out before Mannequin. I don't know the years. This is like early yeah. early eighties. When did Mannequin come out? I feel like the eighties, but eighty-seven is the movie. Look up uh, today's special kids TV show. Come join in the fun with magic everywhere. A world for us to share. And friendly faces. 81 to 87. Morning. So this was the mannequin stole this. Yeah, sure did. Today's special. I guess I got that. I don't know if I if I recall the hat could fall off, then he turned back into a mannequin. But maybe it says I, a mannequin with a magic hat. Okay, see. That makes him come to life when someone says hocus pocus. Alamogokus? Okay, so you just needed both. You needed the hat and the... Okay. <laughs> Hocus Pocus Alamogokus. Oh, was it on Nickelodeon? It was. Okay, like I'm seeing the, that. During the pinwheel days. Oh, I loved pinwheel. Pinwheel was on Nickelodeon? Pinwheel was on Nickelodeon. I mean, it was a Canadian show as far as I remember. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> no, I do not recall this show at all. Uh, okay, I'm going to pay that. I have a feeling when I'm dying, I'm going to hear the pinwheel theme. It's very haunting to me. It kind of is a haunting song. Because <laughs> it also, it just like, it brings me back to my first memories. Pinwheel, pinwheel spinning around. And I'm going to play it. But I've, I, I really think when I'm dying, I'm going to hear this. Sorry, there's an eternity uh, for men ad. Calvin Klein. Yeah, this is going to play in my head as I drift off to eternal blackness. That's it. I'm it has gonna... a really early Sesame Street sort of vibe. Yeah. Which I really miss. Those early Sesame Streets are amazing. But yeah, it's like um, not really perfect, not very well sung necessarily. You know, well, it's I, not. The, I like the instruments that are used. Uh huh. It's not polished. And then even the, the animation in the beginning, right, is like 
it's not stop animation, but it, it's like illustrated kind of. It's illustrated, but it's, uh, I guess you would say the frame rate is lower. So it's like a bit jerky. Oh, okay. Sense. Okay. I don't remember. All I remember is the, um, is that pinwheel like spinning and then stuff coming off of it. If I, yes. If I, if I have <laughs> dementia, for example, when I'm older, I guarantee I'm just going to start singing this song. People are like, what the fuck is going on? I don't well, know. Well, maybe you'll have dementia and then someone will play this for you. And it will take you back. That's what brings me out And you'll start to it. remember. Yeah. You know, like, have you seen the, vid the video of that lady who is like some Russian, like prima ballerina and they play some music from like Swan Lake and normally she's like unresponsive and drooling on herself. And then she, pl they play this for her and she like starts like lifting her arms up and like doing the moves. I haven't, like, but it, yeah, she's like moving her arms like the swan, you know, like the fluid motion of that <laughs> Swan Lake dance. I heard like similar Tony Bennett who he collaborated mm -hmm. with Lady Gaga, right? Yes. And off stage, I hear that he's like, doesn't really grasp where he is or his surroundings, but when he's on the stage, he like snaps too. Yeah. Can, I've and, heard that too. And can just put on oh, a yeah, show. He remembered who she was and she was like, whoa, he knew who I was, but he, he didn't know who she was backstage. Yeah. So maybe pinwheel, but that's such, yeah, such pinwheel a, is your touchstone. That's such an obscure thing. I need to start telling people now. So look, I mean, if, if we're looking for a way to tie this up, I don't know if there is, but you know, the belt, we're talking about this shit, this nostalgia and all that right now. And I think I'm into that to a certain extent, not as much as a lot of people get into it. But I'm surely sentimental. And I think that's why something like the belt. Uh, to me, giving it up after all this time and thinking back about how it was there for every moment of my life. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool. And I don't I can't understand how other people like if you think of any event, anything that I was around for. You can say the belt was also there. And if it was after 2002, the picture of that woman was in my wallet. <laughs> the picture. Of will you will you send me a picture of that woman? The the fantasy, not the fantasy. So that I can post that also. Not the fantasy. It makes it sound a little different. The mystery <laughs> mystery woman. Yeah, but what if she sees the picture? Maybe she. So uh, to recap. Well, maybe just put some. I'll put something over her eyes so it's. You know. To recap, uh, the the picture in the wallet for anyone who doesn't know is I bought a wallet in two thousand two, and there was a passport photo in it. I assume, who knows what happened, but in my mind, there's someone who thinks. Where'd you buy the wallet? Like a department store. I went to Perimeter. Oh, so it wasn't, you think it was just a picture that was in the wallet? No, like, it's not. What... You can tell when those, that's what I was getting at. You can yeah. tell, like this is a passport photo, but it's something I feel like I would do, maybe not with a picture of myself, but like put a note in there or something. So somebody buys something and it's like, oh, wow. What's this? Someone snuck this this thing in there. So maybe a person found this. Maybe this woman put her picture in herself because wallets do have those stock photos that come along with them. And I think that if I ever found this person, she would think it's cool that I've had this picture with me for now 21 years. <laughs> maybe it would creep her out. I don't know. 
But if she was the one who put it in there, it's like, oh, yeah. wow, that picture of me has been with you and everything you've done over the past 21 years. That's kind of cool. It's also strange because it's a moment in time that was captured. And to me, this woman is only this picture, but it's like a real person out there. Or maybe she died. Who knows? But being a person, it's like, wow, she's changed. She's aged. Sure. Maybe she did die, but you know, it's life. And <laughs> it's, it's strange to me. I would never, I wouldn't even recognize her if I came across her probably. Right. Do you think there, there have been times where you, you could have crossed paths? Who knows? I, I mean, if she lived in Atlanta, it, it's, there's too many unknowns, but yes, mm-hmm. at some point, yes, there, there probably could have been times we were in the same vicinity. All right. Just took a picture of this. I'll, send it to you but i don't want okay. her to come across it and she's like hey. no i'll put a i'll put like hearts over her eyes or nah, you don't have to do that you can post a picture of whoever this okay. person is it's not that big of a deal but i like the idea of having this moment of time of this person's life that has lived with me it's similar to the belt how i said the belt didn't change the picture didn't change but then out there somewhere this person did change and they've had their own life filled with god knows what and they've existed in the same moment in time as I've gone through my own life and all the God knows what. I don't know. Maybe that's a romantic thing. Not not even, not like romantic, like uh, in the traditional sense. This is like grander romance. This isn't like mm-hmm. I'm courting you because I want to bang or, you know, <laughs> no, nobody thinks fall that. in love. But, you know, the grander romance on a universal scale. Right. Yeah, I wonder if it's some response to something, like some coping thing. Like, if I can hold on to this. Why do you have to ruin it? I'm just saying. It could be both. If you really want to get down to it, uh, the baby blanket that I had that my dad took away from me because we went to the barber and I thought the barber was going to cut my ear off. And uh, he got angry. And for whatever reason, instead of soothing me in a moment of fear, thinks away the one thing that brings comfort to my life, but then I never asked for it again. I never asked for it back. So sure, maybe there's other things that that's uh, been redirected towards, but who cares? Who cares? It's still, okay. it's still fun. Yeah. And trading the belt's going to be sad. So sad. Trading the belt's going to be a sad thing, but you know, I'll take this new belt for the rest of my life. And when I'm on my deathbed, listening to the pinwheel theme, or not even listening to it, but hearing it play in my head. I'll be wearing the new belt that should be arriving from Hank's belts. Um, there's no endorsement here. I wish. I wish I could get some kind of money for doing this podcast uh, or free product, but a uh, hundred year warranty. What do you? Uh, wonderful. Yeah. I got a belt that. Uh, You're gonna pass it down. Like a good, even on the site, it says you can pass it down. It's like <laughs> you can pass these belts down. You, or you have to put it in some sort of will that you want to be buried with this belt. I want to Even be burned. Death. Be buried with your old belt. I want to be burned. I don't want my body rotting. Well, burn me with the belt. Does the belt burn? I mean, it's leather. I guess it'll burn. Yes, of course it does. It burns your entire bones and stuff. It'll, yeah, you're right. It gets so hot, it'll burn the belt. It won't build, burn the buckle, though. Oh. Maybe it'll melt the buckle. 
depending on that. No, they probably would have to take off the belt, the buckle part. Because they take out anything like in your body that is metal. Yeah. Or fake. That's uh, that's, uh, enough of this. That's enough of this conversation. I can't, I don't want to think about it. Okay. (laughs) Hit the music. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I was going to play the pinwheel theme, but now I don't think I can handle it. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends to like and subscribe and rate and review our show. And um, that's all, I guess. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Bye.